Hello everyone, welcome back or welcome to the Meriki Podcast. I am your host Maria. Hi everyone, how are we? I I'm so glad to be here. I am so so happy to be in the space that I am and welcome you guys with a new episode this week. Um just to put it out there, I feel like this week's episode is gonna be very special to me. Um to my younger self, um, to the version of me that is so developing, I just want to put that out there because I feel like this is a this is something that is I think scattered here and there, something that people talk about that don't talk about, um, and yeah, I'm just excited to touch on this topic of just breaking away from the parentified like parentified role as a first gen elder sibling or maybe you're the not the eldest but like you're the middle child and you can feel you can relate or you know maybe you can't even relate at all and you just see it from maybe the younger sibling perspective um because you do have older siblings um So yeah, I'm just here to speak on my experience as the eldest first-generation undocumented daughter. Um, Sometimes it feels so, like, lengthy to even say that in itself. Um, But I just know how important it is to me to speak on this. And for other people that sometimes feel alone in this journey, in this role, in this... I'm so sorry if you just heard a motorcycle. I Let me explain my scenery before I even continue to dive in because I can get a little excited about this. But um, I am currently at a park that is very, it's so weird to say, but it's very sentimental to me. Um, I feel like there's so many memories that have been held in this park. And for some reason, after church today and spending time with my family, I like flow literally just brought me here like timing just brought me here I haven't been to this park since um, maybe the end of September beginning of October I want to say and it was just something that like I didn't even realize but I would come to this park often like all the time like I want to say every other weekend and I steered away from coming because of the memory that it brought and it was just cool to see that it, I just, like, ended up here. And I think I just needed a change of, like, scenery. I usually, like, record in my bedroom. So, like, it was just nice to steer away from something. Um, and it brought me here, you know? Um, so, yeah, I'm super excited to dig into today's episode. Like I said, I will be speaking on my experience, what I feel like worked or helped me um break away from feeling like the third parent um in simple words um so yeah it's so weird because like as therapeutic as this always is for me like some people just (laughs) have been looking at me like oh what is she doing in her car because I'm literally just in my car and this is so therapeutic to me and I just love people watching sometimes so I think that's why I also came because I wanted to just people watch so yeah anyways that's a a little side note um but so yeah um my segment this week is actually going to be mindful moments I definitely think that 
this week past two weeks have been a very i wouldn't say necessarily super difficult transition but it definitely has been something that i've had to change a lot of my mindset and with that came a lot of like changing routines and just having difficult like moments where my mind really just overcame sometimes like my thoughts just overcame everything and yeah so I think for this week's it was just it couldn't have been more perfect than to just mention mindful moments that I've had um because I've I've definitely have been just on the go 24 7 and with that like I just I haven't been able to just like rest and I think right now is my moment where I'm doing that and I'm so grateful for it um because definitely these moments don't come as easily or as you know just sometimes like when they do come across like these moments like just soak them in and take advantage of them so um my mindful moment this week was that because I was overthinking a lot and I was trying to fill a void I didn't understand um and I was very overwhelmed with school but um I understood that feeling less wouldn't make me feel any better. Sorry for the outside noises again. I'm just at a park, so I can't really control the outside noises, but bear with me. Um, so yeah, I I think I was being really harsh on myself because I haven't felt certain emotions in a really long time. And I was trying to kind of just like steer away from feeling these things um, and was just trying to like cover them up and just like put a sticker on it put a bandage on it and yeah then I realized like I need to feel this because just because I'm trying to like feel less in the moment it's not gonna make me feel good long term um and I really had this thought my other mindful moment was that I just wanted to like disconnect from social media platforms not because I it wasn't doing anything to me where I felt like discouraged from certain things or any of that it kind of stemmed from because I was trying to fill the void of other situations I was just turning to social media and like scrolling and scrolling and just trying to occupy time and like I realized that that like is not my type of pasatiempo like that is not my thing it just kind of makes me feel like drained um not because of what I consume but because of how much I'm just consuming it like non-stop and I didn't like that so that's definitely my mindful moment for this past week um and yeah I'm so happy to just kind of like oh there goes the car <laughs> slowly disconnect um so yeah I hope you guys have been doing well if any of you have been also in the transition of going back to school and working and on top of everything else or if you're just doing your best like I am so proud of you and sometimes that's all we can do so with that being said let's finally dig into the actual topic today um this is something very special to my heart because I have always identified as I've always like pointed fingers towards myself sometimes as counting myself as the older third parent um I never really looked at myself as a part of being a sibling I always just thought like 
oh, I'm the oldest daughter. I'm the oldest daughter. I'm the oldest daughter. Because I didn't know how to navigate that. You know, it was just kind of like something that I didn't ask for, you know. And I can't blame. I definitely don't blame my parents now anymore um, for making me the oldest. It was just life, you know. Like, life brought me here. And it's definitely been something that I've had to turn the narrative on and to think of it as something very beautiful. And again, this goes out to daughters, sons, you know, like this isn't just specifically for daughters. I just want to put that out there because I know also it's very just like a thing where sometimes just being the oldest son in itself, I can only imagine is also a lot of baggage. Um, but this goes to both daughters and sons. Um, so I kind of want to introduce the age gaps between my siblings and I. Um, so again, I come from a immigrant household where I was the only child for about like six and a half years or so. Um, and during that time, my parents were just making the transition of, you know, living here, getting on their feet, etc. You know, getting a job, finding stability. And for that, I'm eternally grateful for that, of course, because my parents have been able to provide. And I think that with that came a lot of I like to call it like I am rich. I am rich in ways where it's not materialistic, but it's in ways where my father was able to learn the English language. My mom has been able to thankfully be a stay at home mom and provide at home um, with certain, you know, things. Um, my dad has been thankfully had stability at the same job for over so many years and has grown in that role. Um we have been able to have moments as family like there's just these moments where I've stepped back and seen the bigger picture and so yeah I was about six and a half when my brother was born it's so weird to say that I was six like it's so weird because I'm like dude now that I look back I have like certain memories and I'm like there's no way that I was six years old like I feel like I was so much older and that's why I'm just like dang like the role really just jumped on me as soon as my brother came into the picture um so yeah I my brother came into the picture and we we actually moved around a lot when I was younger and so um for some time my mom would be working and then she would stop working and again, it was just trying to she was just trying to find her balance as also a mother and seeing how she could be providing in the home. And so between a lot of those changes, I had to step up and, you know, my dad working, you know, night shift for very like a, a lot of years. And my mother was also working morning shift. So it was like I would see my mom for like an hour and a half in the morning and then like I wouldn't see my dad until he would pick us up from school and it was just kind of like this back and forth and between all the that time in between it was just me and my brother and I remember having to like having to like have a phone at such a young age because I had to be the one to set my alarm to make sure that my brother and I would for sure wake up in the morning and my mom would leave us breakfast and it was like okay get your brother dressed like make sure you guys are out the door at the certain time like this person's gonna come pick you up for school like it was all like it was always just being on my toes like and that has created me in such a in su that has created and molded me into a person that is very organized I'm very thankful for it 
but is also very hypervigilant of things, is very independent, sometimes can't step back from routines. Like, do I blame this on my parents? Of course not. Of course not, because I'm so thankful that I have now been able to, again, to change the narrative. But when I was young, like, I always thought, like, well, my parents did this to me, my parents this, my parents that. And again, I've had these talks with them. And I, like, I can totally see how as a parent, like, you have no other option. Like, I'm sorry, I'm like so emotional about this. You have no other option. But to literally, like, also work your ass off for your children. And I held that against my parents for so long. Like, because they were also absent in my life. Like, yes, I had my parents. They weren't, like, neglectful or anything, thank God. Like, the usual, like, abuse that you think. But it was very much like, oh, yeah, you're doing a good job. Like, it was just that expect, that, like being expected to always do your best because they're also doing their best you know and it was like I can't let my parents down I can't let my parents down like you know like they're doing their best like I have to have the best grades I have to you know be this parent to my brother my freaking three-year-old brother four-year-old brother it's so that we get to school like it was just very much that you know and I couldn't expect less from my parents because they were doing their best and like I couldn't blame them at that time but as I was like in transitioning to high school I just always blamed them like I blamed them in a way where it was like you guys created me to be just like this like this person that just wanted to be perfect all the time and if I failed it felt like my my world was over so Again, I just, like, had to step up for my brother um, and then a th- for a very long time. And I want to say even just up until, like, this past year, 2023, me and my brother were barely, like, creating a relationship, a, like, brother-sister relationship. Um, and it was so weird. Like, I found myself even being like, oh, I'm sharing this with my brother. Oh, he's sharing this with me. Because I would catch myself just, like, bickering at him, telling him, oh, do this, do that. Like, oh, did you not hear them? Like, you have to do this. And that would steer my brother away from trying to also build a relationship from me, like, with me. And then I, that's when I had to step back and realize that I was turning into my parents. And that my brother was me when I was younger because I didn't have a relationship with my parents for a really long time. So that made, that, like, kind of, like humbled me a little bit to be like yo relax like it's okay for you to just be a sibling to your brother like just be a sibling you don't have to be that third parent that you always like carried with you and that was a whole discovery in itself and um again I was in this position not because my parents forced me to be in it not because I felt like I needed to like fill this this expectation of my parents but life just brought me to be the eldest sister and I think with that it made me very reliable and obedient and that's why my parents never like I can say this my parents never had trouble with me growing up they didn't because I was misindependent (laughs) and because 
I never gave him a hard time. I truly didn't. But that made me stay silent for a really long time. And then again, once I started growing up and like once I started going into high school, it was kind of that rocky road where I feel like a lot of us go through where it's like you you think your parents are against you. Like you're just in that rebel phase. You're in that like, you know, that teenage phase. And then as I started growing up and I started trying to find myself out of my identity of like that third parent or just the oldest sister that has to get things done and etc I think my parents took that as me trying to rebel a little bit and trying to not be as like included with them and the things that they would do but it was just simply me trying to like literally just take a step back and breathe and just find myself out of routine out of that routine I don't know if that makes sense but I just wanted to be there for myself like I it's not that I didn't want to have a space or like a spot in my family of course like they were always going to be there but it was like I I just as as harsh as this this might sound I just didn't want to always be like there for them I know that might sound like selfish but I didn't want to like I think I just gave so much of my time and so much of always having to explain myself that I just didn't want to be that anymore. Um, and I want to read like this small poem that I actually wrote in one of, I forgot what class it was, but it was like, um, it was a poem that I wrote and it was about, I titled it oldest, um, oldest daughter guilt. And this poem will always always be in my heart because I just remember writing this for a class and I wrote it with so much pride because I was in that transition of letting go of that and poetry will always 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 be something that I love like it will always be something that I love and it will be something that I love to create and I do it in like sprinkles here and there um but I just love it so much that I knew that like looking back on this poem, it would just it would just wow me, you know, and I don't know if I actually have. Oh, yes, I have it. OK, I wrote this August 15th, 2022. So sometimes I wonder how much birth order shaped me. Did being the oldest daughter create my personality, force me to be a caretaker, even if I if it wasn't my instinct? I always wonder who I would be if I had been born last. Would I feel responsible for everyone's feelings? Am I the only one who taught myself not to cry in specific environments? Who looked after my brother and sister? Would I still have been the good kid? Who never needed checking on? Would I be able to let my guard down? Could I trust people that say that they love me? Wish I didn't grow up as fast as I did. Played with dolls a little longer. I was just a kid. I feel guilty for leaving my college when my, I feel guilty for leaving for college when my parents couldn't experience that as teens. No one told me how bad it would hurt divorcing my family. It was a little rocky there. Sorry, I don't usually read my poetry out loud or anything that I really write. But that in itself just spoke so much of what I was trying to get out of, like, being the black sheep and like being labeled as all these things you know and I just saw it as like I am 
a sibling to my parents. I mean, <laughs> to my sibling. Like, I'm just another sibling. And I am the child of my parents. Like, I am not the one that is reliable anymore. Like, I will always be here to help you. But that was, like, my breaking point where I noticed that I had to just break away from that narrative. And... It just happened, like, on its own. I don't think I could tell you guys, like, oh, I had this formula of doing it and it ended up working out perfectly for me. No, like, I'm still continuously learning how to now even be there for my siblings a little bit more, you know? I also have a five-year-old sister that's turning six this year, and I want to feel more involved, like teaching her certain things or even my brother you know like going on little adventures with him and again it's all just me learning and me also just experiencing and you know I've never I've never had this role in my life before you know like this is the first time I'm going through it and that's when I also realized like this is my parents first time going through life at the age that they are in and going through the things that they are going through and what they had to go through and that's why like I broke away from that blame that I had always like felt that I needed to point fingers at them you know um I realized that it wasn't fair like this is also my first my parents first time doing life and I just couldn't be mad at the way that they were trying to construct something beautiful for their family you know and do I wish that I would have gone through it of course not but it's not about like what you wish you could have or wouldn't have gone through like it's just about that that journey brought me here and I'm so grateful for it because I think it just makes me more special as a daughter to be able to share these stories and for me to be able to even look back at this podcast at this episode and realize like holy shit like I am doing the thing as a as a daughter and like I know how appreciative and how seen I am, not just in my own family now, but with other older daughters and how I can share this with other elder siblings and how we can share little like things, you know, that we might only relate to. And it's just so beautiful. Um, With that, I think came a lot of boundaries and me finally being able to say no to stuff And then it kind of, like, scattered and, like, kind of spread towards other things in my life. Um, But I think that it's starting, like, me being able to set boundaries, healthy boundaries in my home, then led me to know, like, I can do this anywhere else. I can do this anywhere else. Not just as as a, like, first-gen eldest daughter, but, like, as a person in itself. Um, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I've learned so much being in this role, in this, in this role in life. Like, it's taught me so much. And I just, I couldn't be, like, I'm in that stage of my life where I'm just grateful for it. Like, there's no need for me to complain about something that I had no control over, that my parents had no control over. All I can do is, like, from here on out, like, continuously grow and continuously, like, If I don't like something, I can speak up about it. If I want to do better in an area, I can do better. You know, like it's all it's all in my hands to do what I think is best as an older daughter. Um, And I know that it's not always easy to set boundaries with parents. Trust me, I have experienced that. 
it's not pretty um but it's so worth it again not just with parents but specifically to this episode it's it's so rewarding at the end it's so rewarding because you break away from environments that are potentially harming you and your growth as an individual as an individual and then you just attract people that of who like who you're you attract people that you're trying to become like or that you want the support from or that you want the love from you know it all starts with you and up here your mind because it's so scary in there sometimes but i just want you to know that you can do it and that you you quote unquote breaking away doesn't mean not having conversations with your family anymore doesn't mean stepping away completely as a sibling it's just you trying to find what works for you and what is healthy for you because the more you are there for yourself the more you can be there for others in healthy positive ways um and yeah like I said I think the last thing I want to touch on because I could probably talk about this forever (laughs) honestly but I know how heavy this topic can also be um my biggest question to myself sometimes is what can I still do better like yes I've grown but like it's not stopping here like what can I do better and I always think about how now if I spend time with my family because I've set those boundaries I I feel so much brighter and like energized around them um and I think it's so like it's so amazing when you realize like okay if I just fix this one thing like I'll feel better if I just do this one thing like we'll all be able to like understand each other just a little bit better you know I've had so many harsh talks with my family um very scary conversations um but they're all very worth it and I found I've have found again myself more energized more supported more loved more I found myself being a better listener you know And so something that I could for sure do better is learning also who my brother has been growing into, the stages in life that he's in, um, what I can help my sister with, maybe academically, um, you know, she honestly is the person that I, she tests my patience a lot, but I think practicing patience with her has been the best thing ever, and I can do that even better you know I want to do things expeditiously I want to do them to my full potential and I think that they're teaching me that you know I think they're teaching me things that I can elevate in other elements of my life or with other people in my life or with people that I will meet or you know like it's just all a domino effect and I just love it I love it so much um so yeah I think that's gonna be me wrapping up this episode um For any elder sibling out there, I hope that you take care of yourself, that you treat yourself nicely, that you speak to yourself in such a kind way because I know that it's hard. Um, And even if you're just a sibling in general and you're just struggling, like, just know that it's one step at a time and that you have a voice. You have a voice and it matters. It truly matters. And it's so worth it to 
just take care of yourself first. Like, if that's just one thing that you want to do this year that you just want to get better at is taking care of yourself, then do it. Do it because it truly does nurture all the other elements in your life. Um, And there's this little, like, quote that I always see all the time that it's like, oh, of of course I'm um, what's that thing that it's like? I'm an, I'm an older sister. Of course I can do anything. Like, stuff like that. But, like, you know, sometimes I try to find humor into it to just know that, like, it's so beautiful at the end of the day. So, for all my older fellow siblings, daughters, sons, like, you're doing the thing. You're doing the thing. You're doing great. Like, just sometimes just take a deep breath and just know that you can do it. You can do it. You're so great. Um, And you wouldn't be in this position if... God didn't know that you couldn't handle it. And, you know, it's all just a learning, a learning thing, <laughs> you know. But thank you so much for everyone that has been tuning into this episode. If it's your first time listening, hi, thank you for being here. Um, I'm Maria, and I'm always so thrilled to create episodes for you guys. Um, don't forget to follow the Marikey podcast on Instagram. Um for just, you know, updates on the pod. Um, if you want to recommend a topic, I'm always so down for that. Um, there's an endless amount of topics. So, you know, just just share it, you know, doesn't hurt. Um, but thank you. I hope you guys have an amazing um, or had an amazing weekend. Um, I hope you guys continue to have an amazing week. Let's get let's get things done. Um, But with that being said, I will see you guys on the next episode. Bye.